Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. The fan is proud to be the official sports talk station of the dogs, and it's time for Bulldog Roundtable with Buck Balloon. 25-20, far Roundtable is proudly presented by Georgia's own credit union and by attorney Ken Nugent. And that's going to be the ball game. Georgia will win this ball game. Only on the fan, 680 and 93.7 FM. Bulldog Roundtable on this Monday morning. I've been researching and investigating, trying to figure out. There's been so much coming and going. As far as the personnel at the University of Georgia, as far as the football players go, it is tough to keep up with it, man. I mean, you got people transferring out, you got people transferring in, you've already had one signing period, some of those guys are already on campus, you're having guys leaving early, going to the NFL, you got this uh, signing period that uh, wraps up on Wednesday with now the second signing period. What? Kirby must have a uh, a member of the staff or probably several people on the staff that are monitoring who's coming and going all the time. Trying to figure out, are we at 85 scholarships or not? Oh, we're at 83 today or 87? We, we got we to balance this thing out. We got to be at 85. I mean, how do you keep track of all this stuff? It is tough. Man, I've got my own little depth chart here that I've done for those that are streaming at 680thefan.com. Here's mine. And it's got X's and and circles, just trying to keep up with what's going on. And as a former quarterback, man, I am always focused on the offensive line. And why wouldn't you be if you're a smart guy? I mean, the last thing you want to do is win the quarterback job and have a lousy offensive line. So trying to figure out what this offensive line is going to look like in 2023. The Bulldogs are going to try to do that three-peat thing. All right, Broderick Jones looks like a first-round pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Heck of a pass protector, does a great job in pass protection. And that's what you want in the National Football League. You want a guy that can pass protect. So he's gone. All right, who replaces him? That is a big, big question on this Bulldog offensive line. In fact, it's the biggest question. Is Amarius Mims, who... I've got him penciled in to step in at right tackle, replacing Warren McClendon, who's been there for three years, moving on to the NFL. Got Mims at right tackle right now. Left tackle could be Mims. He could slide over there and take over that left tackle spot. Tell you what I've heard, though, is there's been some positive reports on a freshman from this past year from California, Ernest Green. Is a guy. Now, he was dinged up, and the media and the people probably uh, lost track of what he was all about. But people on the inside saying Ernest Green is a guy to keep an eye on and a guy that could slide in right at left tackle and roll with it, just like Broderick Jones did. Highly thought of, four or five star player coming out of California would be a guy that, that they are looking at possibly 
emerging as the starter at left offensive tackle. Now, let's say that doesn't work out. He's not ready. And he shows them that during spring football practice. Hey, Ernest Green's close. He's not ready to be in our left tackle. What do they do then? Well, as I understand it, they would take Xavier Truss, who started, I believe, most every game at left offensive guard, and they will slide him out to left tackle. And you would have Truss at left tackle and Mims at right tackle. So who plays left guard? Well, from what I understand, people in the know I spoke to this weekend told me that the former heavyweight wrestling champ out of West Forsyth, Dylan Fairchild, is a guy to keep an eye on stepping in and emerging as a starter at the left offensive guard spot. And as I think about left offensive guard, I think about Devin Willock and uh, thoughts and prayers continue to go out to his family for the loss that they're trying to deal with right now. But Fairchild uh, won the heavyweight state wrestling champ a couple of years ago, went undefeated. And he's had a little bit of time to get comfortable in the scheme, get a little bigger, focus on football. Dylan Fairchild is the guy to keep an eye on. 300-pound state wrestling champion sounds like a sounds like an offensive guard to me. Yeah, it sure does, doesn't it? You got Cedric Van Pran, who will be the, the top center in college football in the upcoming season at center. Coming back one more time. And just how valuable is that? Because you, you might end up with a question mark at one of these guard spots and to have. Well, I tell you the, what, when I was a young quarterback there. at Georgia, uh, going into my sophomore year, our center was a guy named Ray Donaldson. And Ray Donaldson went on to play, I believe, 16 to 18 years in the National Football League. And I have never felt so comfortable behind a center in all my life than playing behind Ray Donaldson. Like a warm blanket for a quarterback and those guys next to him on the offensive line. Yeah, Van Pran, he's like one of the leaders on the team. He's one of the team captains. He's a guy that's going to be, for all this first-time starter quarterback, is going to be a guy that's going to be calling the protection schemes, setting up the blocking schemes. Uh, it's invaluable, for, especially for an inexperienced quarterback, to have a guy at center that you can rely on. And it even goes as far as, uh, you know, you got so much on your mind as a quarterback, you call the play in the huddle, coming up to the line of scrimmage, you're trying to uh, decipher what the defense is about to do. Okay, what coverage are they in? Are they man? Are they zone? If they're in zone, what kind of zone is it? Uh, who's coming? Who's dropping? I mean, you got all these things running through your mind, and then you go, oh, my God, what did I call the snap count on? Is it on one? Is it on two? You got to hit the center on the button and say, hey, man, what is, it, is it on one or two? It is really important for a young quarterback, a quarterback that has not been a starter before, to have a center that they can count on. Van Pran will be the best in college football. You got Tate Ratledge at right guard, returning starter, best mullet in college football. No worries there. And you got Amari Smims out there at right tackle as it sets up right now. So I don't know about Michigan winning that Joe Moore Award again this year. They've won it back-to-back years. What's up with that? Do they have Michigan men on that committee voting that Michigan has the top offensive line in college football? I think Georgia definitely had a gripe, really, both of these last two seasons. There's no doubt about it. 
No doubt about it. And Georgia should right be right back in the mix in the upcoming season. They will have, I don't know about winning the Joe Moore Award, but they'll have one of the top offensive lines in college football in 2023. I'm convinced of it. They've recruited very well. Yeah, not many programs are boosting this kind of depth on the offensive line. I mean, line. you got these it. guys that, like Fairchild is a good example. We're going to bring you in. We're going to beef you up. We're going to let you get comfortable in the scheme. And then down the road, you're going to win one of these starting spots. They stockpile talent since Kirby's been the head coach recruiting on the offensive line. And it's been amazing. Know, these guys know if they do stick around and stay within the system, if you end up starting on the offensive line at a major college football or a major SEC program like Georgia, you got a real good shot of playing at the next level. Now, I don't know who the quarterback's going to be. Carson Beck, Brock Vandegrift, Gunnar Stockton. Is it a uh, yeah. transfer that may be coming in in the second transfer period? I mean, you don't know with Kirby. I'll say yes, Buck. It will be one of those. And Beck. He, he has to be the favorite, right, Buck? Well, yeah, he's the favorite, and he's, he's the best passer of the group. I mean, he, he's prototypical NFL quarterback as far as the stature goes. We're talking 6'3", 6'4", in cleats, 215, 220 pounds, uh, can throw it with velo. He's got some touch. I think he, he's got some mobility. People are discounting whether he can move around. I've seen him move around. He's, he's worked overtime on that. I've been really impressed with what I've seen out of Carson back here over the last 12 months. And he's, he's got to be the favorite going into uh, winning the job. Vandergriff has had to work on some things, and he's worked really hard with his game, tightening up his release. It was a little extended, took a little too long to get rid of the football when he came out of high school. I think he's tightened that up, got a little smarter with the reps as far as not trying to fit the ball into tight spaces because when you do that, well, you're going to have more turnovers. He's learned to check it down quickly. Uh, I've been impressed with him and the progress he's made. I've always been a big fan of Gunnar Stockton. Tough. I think a lot of us are, yeah, Bob. I mean, I, and I love the story coming out of there that he was going to play C.J. Stroud for the scout team as Georgia got ready into their preparations to play Ohio State. Reminds me of Setson Bennett being Baker Mayfield back in yeah, the day. Stockton's tough. So this will be a really good battle. This is going to be awesome when spring football gets started. This will be the topic in this part of the uh, metro Atlanta uh, in the state of Georgia. Who's going to be QB1 at Georgia? We'll be talking about that at length in the coming months. But uh, they've got three quality guys right now that'll be battling it out. It's going to be awesome. Looking forward to that. Marketing is everywhere. From the billboards on the highways to the notifications on your phone, we are constantly bombarded with people trying to sell us stuff. What makes good marketing? Are you doing enough in your life personally and professionally to market yourself? You have questions, and the Marketing Mad Men have answers. Search the Marketing Mad Men on Google or your favorite podcast provider to get practical marketing advice from expert guests who are shaping and reshaping the business world. They say marketing is a madman's game. Join the Marketing Mad Men every Saturday at 4 p.m. to find out why. This morning in North Carolina, wheels are spinning. Determination is winning. A passion is now a thriving business and it shows no signs of slowing down. How? The power of a conversation. Like the one Clint Spiegel had with First Horizon Bank about starting a bike wheel manufacturing facility in Asheville. 
Now it's not just talk, it's rubber meets road. First Horizon Bank, let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Clint. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.